It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's going on, Hokie Nation? Happy Monday. We got a special TSL today coming your way today. David Cunningham, all the way out in Seattle, is joining us on Zoom. I'm Giovanni Heater, joined alongside Nick Brown. The Elite Eight coming up tonight, Virginia Tech and Ohio State from all the way out in Seattle. We got it all covered for you, and it's coming up next on TSL Today. Welcome back here on TSL today. Thanks so much for joining us. However, you may be watching, whether it's on YouTube or Spotify, we appreciate it. Go ahead and click that like, comment, and subscribe buttons uh, for all of your future TSL content. Again, introducing our crew today, I'm Giovanni Heater, across the way, Nick Brown, and then all the way out in Seattle, who you'll see in just a moment, David Cunningham, of course, our managing editor here at Tech Sideline. David, how's Seattle first and foremost? Thanks so much for for getting up extra early for us this morning yeah I'm, I'm doing well uh it's actually not i tell you what i've been waking up at like uh like 6 a.m out here which is of course 9 a.m eastern so it makes sense um i still haven't i don't think fully switched over to pacific time yet um but i'm good I, i'm doing well final full day here in seattle Hokies don't tip until six local here which of course is nine eastern which is late um, but it's been a fun few days. Um, obviously, the Evan, Evan Hughes and the team are, are in town. I've seen Evan and spent some time with him here and there. And I, I've got some friends out here that I've seen. So it's been good. And the Hokies played pretty well on uh, on Saturday. And they got another big test tonight against Ohio State. So I appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, uh, let, let's talk some hoops. Yeah. So first off, let's go back to the Tennessee game. They only, Tech only played six players. Do you think that played a big role in Tennessee being able to come back? They played 11. You know, I think it's interesting. Um, maybe you could, you could say yes, maybe. Um, and, of course, Kenny Brooks was asked yesterday on, on Sunday um, about, you know, how are you guys going to deal with the press as far as Ohio State is concerned? And he goes, well, people are people are talking about us only playing six players. Ohio State only plays seven. So, yeah, I think I think there was some fatigue. I think there was some cramping for the Hokies. Taylor Soul and DeAsia Gregg both cramped up at, at different parts of the game. Um, it's tough because this is the same rotation that Tech's played all year, right? Um, it's not like it's anything new. It shouldn't be anything new. So, um, these are the same players. I don't. I can see why people would be like, okay, it's a shorter bench, you know, tech, uh, you know, that, that's why tech couldn't break the press as well. That's why, you know, tech got a little frustrated and flustered because it only had six players. But to be honest, this is the same group that's done all year for tech. I, I don't think that should be an issue. I, I think it just got to the point where, um, you know, I think Tennessee's press like really just, just got into them. Um, and I don't think it's interesting. It was interesting listening to, Georgia Amor and Kayana Trailer mentioned yesterday. 
Um, one of them mentioned that they weren't really expecting it from Tennessee. They knew it might happen, but they weren't exactly expecting it. Um, it was kind of like out of nowhere, oh, hey, Tennessee's pressing now. We've got to figure out a way to get around it. And in, in, and I think they're, they're going to be way better prepared coming into today's game against Ohio State simply because, you know, they, they know that it's going to happen at some point. So, David, you talked about that press. Ohio State prides themselves on that vaunted press. Do you think Virginia Tech will struggle? You were just talking about how you feel like they're going to be more prepared because they're expecting it. Kind of break that down for us. Yeah, well, again, this is a this is a a something that Virginia Tech has seen all season. And it's funny because like there are national media members here that are are joking and laughing, like, um, oh, Virginia Tech hasn't seen it all year, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Virginia Tech couldn't handle it against Tennessee. And it's like, uh, I would beg to differ. There are, Virginia Tech has, has been okay against it this year. Um, the Hokies weren't great at the beginning. Um, they didn't fare well against Miami and Clemson on the road. But they, they slowly hit their stride, and they got better against it. Um, they played Louisville. They played Duke three times. They played Miami twice. They played Clemson once. Um, they lost three of those first four games, and then they've won every other game. Um, and they're seven and three this year against teams that that really full out press you, including Tennessee. If you want to throw Tennessee in there, um, so so it, again, it was funny. National media members are joking. Hey, for, for Tech hasn't seen the press, and Tech was rattled by the press. And it's like Tech has seen it this year. Tech might maybe didn't handle it as well some other times. Um, but I but I do think this is a this is an opportunity for the Hokies where you know, you know, it's coming, just be ready for it. Right. I think Taylor soul has been huge to, to tech's ability to break it because not everybody has as many verse, you know, nobody really has a, a versatile four or five like that, that, that can bring the ball up the floor and handle it as well as she can often as she does. Um, I think she's important, but I think it's gotta be a group effort. And I think, you know, here or there, Tex had a couple of miscues. I mean, it wasn't perfect against Tennessee. Georgia Amor, Canada Trailer both had some, you know, a share of their of mistakes. But um, I think as a whole, Tech has been okay. And and I think te- I would expect Tech to be fine against it. I mean, I know Ohio State, it's, it's going to be crazy and it's going to be for 40 minutes. Um, but it, it, it's, it's, think about it as it's 10 seconds of every possession. And, you know, it's not like it's not like uh, like once Tech gets into the half court, you know, into the front court, and Tech's running its half court sets, it's gonna be fine. It's just getting across half court that is that is the issue. And um, when you think about it like that, like it's only really half the game. You know, I think I think Tech is gonna be okay as long as it can stay composed. Do you think that Tech turned over the over the ball eighteen times? And a lot of that, obviously, in the second half of the press. Do you think Tennessee is going to have more turnovers forced against Virginia Tech than Ohio State will tonight, simply because they're more athletic, longer, bigger than Ohio State is? That's interesting. Um, I would say, I don't know. I would say potentially. I would, I would probably lean towards Ohio State. Maybe I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, th- again, this is a, this Ohio State team turned UConn over twenty five times, right? Like, 
that that's a lot of tur- 25 turnovers in 40 minutes is is a lot um I don't know. Again, Tech has not had more than 20 turnovers all year. And now they turned over 20 times against Duke, 20 times against North Carolina in, in two games against them. I think 20 times against Kentucky. So, um, I, you know, I think they'll probably get close to 17, 18, 19 turnovers. I think that's just the way it's going to go. But again, Tech will be fine if it can keep its composure. I, I think that's the biggest thing. And, and not let – they have the Hokies have to be able to dictate the pace today have to be able to dictate the pace if if ohio state if they let ohio state press them and and get them all out of sorts it's going to be a long night we've been talking a lot about the defense here on the side of uh, ohio state david i want to ask you about the offense what do the buckeyes have to offer offensively well i tell you what cody mcmahon she's the she's a six foot true freshman and she is a phenomenal player. She's only a freshman, which is which is crazy to think about. Um, and Kenny actually mentioned it. Um, Kenny mentioned that he he takes uh, his uh, youngest daughter Gabby on recruiting trips um, every so often in the off season. One of the recruiting one of the trips they went on, um, I think I guess last year was to go see Cody McMahon of Ohio State, and uh, and. Gabby didn't really, you know, doesn't many wrote know many of those players' names, but knows who Cody McMahon is because she's just that good. And um, you know, they've watched her throughout the year and, and she's really, really talented. Um, she's gonna pose a lot of problems. I mean, she had 23, I believe, against uh UConn. Um, this is a good Ohio State team, um, w- with a ton of depth. JC Sheldon is their point guard. She hit the game winner against North Carolina. She's really talented. Um Taylor Mike Sell, I believe her name is, uh, is another. I mean, she's their leading scorer, and she only had nine against UConn. But um, this is, you know, Kenny Brooks mentioned it. This is a team where defense, they, you know, they're kind of like looked at as defense first, but they run as good offensive stuff as pretty much every other team. They're pretty good offensively. I, I will say this: I think Virginia Tech's defense has been extremely good. Like very, very good lately. I think that's yes. important. Hokies have to to continue to stay solid on the defensive end. But it's, you know, that has kind of been their their boost. So I I think it's going to be a really interesting game, clash of styles where where, you know, no man, not many people think about the Ohio State offense versus the Virginia Tech defense. But I think that's where the battle could be won, right? If Virginia Tech can kind of limit Ohio State on that end. Um, a team that has some really, really talented players, you know, I think it's going to come down to who can control the pace. And, you know, we know Ohio state wants to kind of get out and go uh, and the Hokies obviously want to slow it down. So I'm curious to see kind of, kind of how it plays out, but this Ohio state offense is pretty good. David, do you think, or who do you think is the X factors for Ohio state and Virginia tech today? You know, I think, uh, I think Mike Sell is is probably the the X factor for Ohio State. Um, she just had kind of had. I mean, Georgia Amor referred to her as an offensive juggernaut the other day. Um, I mean, she's really really talented on that end of the floor. I I just think she can make life really difficult if if she's just in the zone and hitting shots. As far as Tech is concerned, honestly, I think this is. Uh, I think this is a the this a game has Elizabeth Kitley written all over it. Honestly, um, Ohio State does not have the size to match up with Virginia mm. Tech. 
Um, this is going to be interesting. It, it, it's not going to be like Florida Gulf Coast last year, but it's going to be similar, I think, where Ohio State is going to try to draw Kitley out of the lane, you know, when, when Tech's playing defense, draw Kitley out of the lane. Tech might be better in some instances in going small and playing DeAsia Gregg and Taylor Soul at the four and the five because they're interchangeable pretty much and, and they can guard one through five. Um, and pretty much switch everything. I'm curious to see how Ohio State handles Elizabeth Kidley. She's six six. They don't have they have one player taller than six one, I think, um, or, or two. Uh, it's it, it's going to be really really interesting. Um, I think Kitley will have a good game. I'm just I'm just curious who who's going to compliment her. And I think honestly, this game. Um, could be big for for somebody like Taylor Soul. I, I think her versatility is important. If she can, assuming she can stay out of foul trouble, her ability to guard defensively, um, she's going to probably match up against Cody McMahon, which is of course a huge matchup. Um, I think there there are a lot of people you can pick as X factors, but um, you know I think Georgia Amor and Kayana Trailer are going to be big too. I mean, they just need to control the tempo, but I. I, I think Mike Sell for Ohio State, you know, if she gets in the zone and she's hitting shots, that, that's just going to be a different level Tech's going to have to defend at. Um, and on the other end, I think Elizabeth Kitley can just have a day. Um, I, I think Tech kind of need, might need it. Um, it just kind of depends on the way the pace of the game goes. Um, but I, I think Tech controlling the pace of the game, Georgia – and Kay on a trailer, kind of just slowing it down and, and making sure Tech has the ability to run its offense, I think is important. David, uh, another one for you here. This one a little more basic. How about that atmosphere last night between Iowa and Louisville? Uh, obviously, Caitlin Clark absolutely went off for the Hawkeyes, but it looked like that place was rocking. Are you expecting a similar crowd tonight? Well, I'll tell you what. I, I told some of my friends this yesterday. Um, Seattle is like Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle is the perfect place to play women's basketball regional um, because there's so many neutral fans that genuinely care so much about women's basketball. Mm. Um, I mean, Sue Bird was there yesterday. Like, I don't know. I assume you guys saw, saw that. Like, that. like yeah. Sue, Sue Bird and, and other other Seattle, like so many Seattle people are just coming out to watch women's basketball. And that's that's awesome. Um, yeah, it was pretty much sold out yesterday. Um, I, that was a a brilliant crowd. Obviously, Caitlin Clark draws a lot of it. And um, I tell you what, to be able to witness her drop up the first ever 40-point triple-double in, in college basketball history in the tournament is pretty wild. Um, but I, I don't know. I think it'd be – I think it'll be a good crowd. I don't think they'll get bad crowds here. I just would note that a lot of that crowd was Iowa fans. And I don't know how many people are going to stick around. You know, it's like, think about this. It's six o'clock on, on a Monday night here in Seattle. I think there are a lot of locals that'll come. And I think there'll be a lot of teams, a lot of fans from Virginia Tech and Ohio State that are there. But this is the last game in the regional. This is the last Elite Eight game, period. You know, it, it's going to be interesting, like, even like, from a media perspective, like, there aren't going to be a lot of media members there. It's going to be the national media. It's going to be the people who cover Virginia Tech, the people who cover Ohio State, and that's it. You know, there have been a ton of UConn people and Tennessee people that have stuck around. Um, obviously, Iowa had its own people. So I think there are a bunch of different uh, 
factors that go into it. I think it'll be a good crowd. I don't know if it'll be as loud as it was last night because um, Caitlin Clark also helps draw a huge crowd too. All right, David, last one for you here. Um, Virginia Tech matching up against Ohio State instead of UConn. And at this point, it probably doesn't matter, but what was the maybe more favorable matchup for Virginia Tech? Would you have rather have seen them play UConn after they looked very human against Ohio State? Are you scared of Ohio State at all? Or just kind of your thoughts on the matchup and what could have been compared to what is? Well, I think it's very interesting that you know, that everybody was joking about a UConn, Tennessee elite eight. And, and right. But as Chris Coleman put it on Twitter, both of those teams will meet in the uh, consolation bracket. Um, no, I think I, I'm not worried about Virginia tech against Ohio state. I mean, again, I, again, this is a, this is a, a team, a, a style that they've seen already this year. It might be a little bit different, but in many ways, this is, this is a, a style that they've seen. And I, I, that shouldn't worry anybody. Um, will they, will they get flustered at times? Probably that's basketball. Um, but I do think like UConn, Gino, Gino REM in March and and just UConn in general, I I think staying away from UConn is great. Um, but also, I mean, the Buckeyes are hot, right? Like, like that's just the way it is. Um, I think you were going to get a good team either way. Would you rather play the historic UConn or would you rather, you know, play an Ohio state team that, that is fighting for its life right now, like you are. And I think, I think this sets up for a really good basketball game because, um, you know, I don't think a lot of people know what exactly to expect or they, they, they kind of know what they're going to see, but don't know exactly how it's going to play out. And um, I think UConn is just, even though UConn lost, you don't, I don't think ever want to play UConn in March. I think that's kind of just the way it goes. So um, I, again, I think this will be, I think this will be a really good matchup and Hokies are one win away from the final four, which is just amazing to say, um, you know, they win, they get Kim Mulkey and LSU, which I'll, I'll mention on here, you know, Kenny Brooks took Virginia Tech, Tokies made the the NCAA tournament for the first time in in 2021 because they did make it during COVID went into its shutdown in 2020 when they should have. Tech played Baylor in the second round. And that Baylor team was a buzzsaw. Kim Mulkey was the head coach. Mm. And for those who have for those who have listened to Kenny Brooks, for those who have followed along with the team, you would know that you know Kim Mulkey shared some some pretty cool words with Kenny after the game, um, which is essentially, you know, this group is really, really young. They're going to be okay. And this was, I think, Amor and uh, uh, Kitley and and King were sophomores, right? Um, Now they're seniors and now they're number one seed and they're going up They're They're going to be the higher seeded. If they were were to win and play LSU, they'd be the higher seeded team against a Kim Mulkey led team. So I think that's a, that's a really cool storyline on just where the program has come in the past couple of years. Um, I guess Kim Mulkey kind of predicted it, but I think that that's kind of just the trajectory that the program's been on. And, um, you know, this is a, this is a huge moment. I think, I tell you what, there was a pretty good tech crowd there on Saturday. I was pretty impressed with the number of people that showed out. Um, I don't know how many, you know, will be able to to come out since it's a Monday. Um, but I, I think it'll still be a pretty good showing. 
Very, very quick pick them. Who you got, Maryland or South Carolina tonight on the other side? I don't think you can pick against Don Staley in South Carolina, man. I think I Maryland. Can, I think Maryland. Can, I think Maryland can keep it close. Um, Don Staley in South Carolina are just wicked good, man. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't think you can really pick against South Carolina. I will say South Carolina and Don Staley versus Caitlin Clark in Iowa. That that would be a a very very good Final Four matchup. Very glad that Virginia Tech does not have to meet either Iowa or South Carolina until the event of a national championship game. David, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Enjoy the game tonight and enjoy some sightseeing today out in Seattle before tip-off. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. And uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know if you guys know my schedule. I fly back on, on Tuesday. I'm supposed to get back into to D.C. around 9 o'clock on Tuesday night, um, fly out around – 12 local on, on Tuesday. Um, there's a chance I just turn around and go straight to Dallas uh, if Tech wins. So I don't know when the next time I'll see you guys. It might be Wednesday. It might be next Tuesday. We'll see. So well, I hope I see you um, next Tuesday. I hope yeah, we're doing hope, this again from a Dallas hotel room soon. Uh, yeah, I hope so too. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe you guys need to uh, – try to get the, the boss man to, to pay a way to, to come down and, <laughs> and, and cover the NCAA tournament. We'll see. All right. You heard it here. Will Stewart, David Cunningham needs support down in Dallas. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say that. I was just, I, 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 I will say this. I will say this. If Virginia tech makes the final four, man, like this is going to be not that, not that, I mean, there's no guarantee that, that Kitley will come back or anything. Uh, but this team is, is a team of destiny now for how long we don't know but if if you have the opportunity to watch this team play whether it's tonight in seattle whether it's next week in dallas if they make it um or i guess it's this week in dallas which is scary to think about um you know go go watch them play they're just they're just they're they're the best team in program history and um that's why I was joking. I said, you guys could just, should just take off, you know, and drive down to Dallas and, and go watch tech play in the final four, because it, it'd be totally worth it. Um, you know, you're going to remember this team for a while, especially since you guys are students, but, um, but for everybody, anybody listening, I was, it was cool to see, you know, I, had a, I know a couple people that flew up from California just for just like literally flew in midday on, on Saturday watched or, or i guess early, late late friday night watched tech play midday saturday here and then flew out saturday night or early sunday morning um just just so they could come up and see tech play so That's the support yeah the support has been unreal um and, and as it should be right i mean this team is 30 and 4 for a reason so awesome all right david we thank you once again Nine o'clock tip off tonight. You can find it on ESPN, Virginia Tech, the one seed, Ohio State, the three seed should be a great one between the Hokies and the Buckeyes winner to the final four for Nick Brown, for David Cunningham. I'm Giovanni Heater signing off and we'll see you next time.